0: They might not speak on. You you can learn some shit from somebody that don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, you 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 might go and get a motherfucking top that fit a little better. You know what I'm saying? Cause that whole say your shit too tight. That should be wrinkly. Like you you be able to, you know, step your shit up a little bit. You ain't gotta disregard everything they say. Cause sometimes people be saying shit that could help you. My whole point is when people gave their opinions about this record, about the Maroon 5 Beautiful Mistakes record, oh y'all hating. She slid on there. Y'all don't want to see her branch out. Da 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 la. Da, da, da. No, the song was not great. It wasn't great. And people gave their fair assessment on it. And it's not performing the way that y'all would like. And y'all acting like everybody crazy. When they're not. You know, it never was going to because the people weren't feeling it. Megan didn't even build a core fan base before she started running out trying to do everything else. I used to think when I was one of the main people, one of the first people using that platform to uplift Megan Thee Stallion and her brand, I thought that she loved the art. You know what I mean? I thought that, I thought that she loved, you know what I'm saying? Um, the history of hip hop and shit like that. No, 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 no. I had to confuse. She wants to be a star. There's a big difference. <laughs> There's a big difference she wants to be a star this record right here megan Thee stallion featured on a song with bad baby had y'all heard this song before i had never even heard this song before they said megan don't give a damn about who she worked with or what she do and they sent me this song i've never heard they said yeah it's old i never knew that they did a record together now bad baby being who she is in the industry why the hell would you do a record with bad baby why because you don't care i never have heard this in my life i want to hear a snippet with y'all i literally have never heard this in my life may 2nd 2019 from bad baby and megan Thee stallion they didn't highlight this one Bitch, somebody sent this to me. I'm like, what the hell is this? So, hold on. I want to go to her voice.
1: because best, best, friend, that's my best friend. My okay. Dead ass, like it's fucking birthday, bitch. That's my best rich, I'm go bitch, go bitch go Bestie When I think you're done up so you bitches Better test me Big ol' ass poppin' Yeah, I'm mad And she bad too Quick full of haters Yeah, you mad your for mad too I ain't fightin' with these hoes I'm a rich bitch Hair long, nails long BB's on my neck If you wanna poop for me I hope you
0: got it Yikes That's, that's not the point That's not the point They said Asian did a song with Bad Baby. Here go my whole problem. Asian ain't went on no damn campaign either, did she? Different strokes for different folks. Let's talk about Megan. To me, it just reinforces for me the idea that, once again, it ain't about the music and shit like that. Megan wants to be a star. Megan wants the attention. Megan wants the celebrity. Megan wants the perks of that or what she maybe thought that was. Because I don't even know if I would feel like she feels the same way at this point if you were to ask her was everything all worth it i, I maybe not i i bet if she were to be honest she probably would feel like no you were, do y'all remember when cardi was crying on the beach talking about she wish she could just go back to the ghetto uh, you know what i'm saying so i just feel like um she's gonna do whatever's clever whatever's clever but i had never heard that before so I'm like, what the hell but anyway anyway let's get into some more shit so the weekend and then we'll get into um the grammy performance so shout out to cnn.com the weekend is boycotting future grammys and um do i think that's huge yes do y'all think that we'll ever do away with the grammys and if you ask me i would say eh I feel like the entity is so big in itself, but I feel like we need to. When the true musicians haven't been awarded, you know what I'm saying, and when you have like heavy hitters in the industry saying I'm not going to submit my music, how are we getting, you know what I'm saying, um, a real representation of who was doing what at that time? history is being made so when people look back they look back on who won the oscar that year who won the grammy that year when we don't have the grammys really representing the artists that really stood out and deal with the fuck they did you know uh in the industry i mean what are we left with confusion confusion and them rewriting it the way that they see fit and i don't feel like that's right so i feel like there needs to be something in place you know what i'm saying that could one day eclipse the grammys that makes our people feel validated, you know what I'm saying, in the award that they're receiving enough to show up and perform. Let's not act like uh we already know that there are certain corporations that own all of these platforms anyway. But BET was supposed to be black, right? How many celebrities wouldn't show up to BET? How many celebrities would throw a motherfucking performance together, but when they go to MTV, bitch, they going all out. They spending millions of dollars on performances. They walk in the red carpet. They giving interviews. Y'all show out for them damn white people. When the white people give y'all a spot, bitch, y'all y'all do the most. But when y'all come to them damn black pa- uh, platforms, y'all be half-assing it. Y'all don't be caring how the sound is. Bitch, y'all don't be doing the same type of press. Y'all don't go all out for the red carpet uh y'all don't be sitting y'all don't be doing the same type of medleys and shit like y'all don't be doing that so i feel like yes we need to create those spaces but our people got to show love to them as well and i feel like that's where we should find our validation amongst our own that sit up and show love that's how i feel because at this point baby the grammys is a goddamn joke it's been a joke but it's really a joke now so The weekend is officially boycotting the Grammys, the singer told the New York Times. The pop star said that he will no longer submit songs for the music industry's most prestigious annual award show after declined to nominate him for a single accolade for his hit single, uh, Blinding Lights, which has spent 52 weeks uh, in the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. The news comes as the organization behind the Grammys is facing scrutiny over its secretive voting system and alleged biases against black and female artists. The 63rd annual event will air this Sunday. CNN has reached out to The weekend for comment. The singer has taken issue in particular with the lack of transparency on the voting process for the most coveted awards. Nominations are chosen by members of the Recording Academy, a Santa Monica, California-based nonprofit whose membership is composed of industry artists, producers, and executives and other staffers. But since 1995, the most coveted Grammy Awards, including Best New Artist, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Album of the Year, have been chosen by a secret committee of Academy members. And that's according to Billboard. So, why can we not see who's deciding who gets this shit? They said, JT unfollowed Nicki Minaj. I'm so hurt. Oh, wait. Who cares? Child, she finally gave it up. Um, why can we not be made aware of who gets to decide so it's very plausible do not forget about the brave woman that came and spoke out about the corruption in the Grammys and they fired her it could be, it's very plausible that somebody who has something to gain from one of these damn record labels they could be putting their artists up for awards that absolutely is plausible Absolutely, and y'all go outright tell everybody oh this is a secret committee how do you figure how do you figure so you don't know who in the fuck is it 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 could literally be her damn manager For all you know you don't know who it is you don't know who it is so that is a huge problem and i agree with the weekend and anybody else who has a problem with that absolutely not i'm also the same person who doesn't believe in um the popular vote okay so uh uh-uh The committee process was originally put in place to ensure that the final nominations were more progressive and musically adventurous, Billboard reported. But the process has come under fire in recent years in response to black artists like The Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar repeatedly being snubbed in so-called Big Four Grammy categories. Only four black artists have won top Grammys over the last nine years. The last black performer to win Album of the Year was pianist Herbie Hancock in 2008. A USC-Edinburgh Inclusion Initiative study unveiled Tuesday found that Black performers represented about 38% of all of the artists on Billboard Hot 100 from 2012 to 2020. But they only received about 27% of top Grammy nominations during that span, and just 24% of this year's top Grammy nominees are Black. They include Beyoncé, who this year has been nominated for nine Grammys, including Record of the Year for Savage along with Megan Thee Stallion, and song of the year for black parade her audio love letter to the african uh diaspora i guess i don't know asked by the time the times why he's boycotting the weekend said because of the secret committees blinding lights is one of only five billboard number one songs in the last 30 years not to receive a grammy nomination according to the associated press so pay attention this ain't somebody's fan saying this is my favorite he not getting what he's due no baby blinding lights is only one of five one of five billboard number one songs in the last 30 years that has not received a grammy nomination blinding lights set up there for a full year in the top 10 that nigga made history that nigga has been they said diaspora I'll, i'll go ask that white bitch on google they said top five that nigga been been doing his thing they said shibuya thank you, that nigga been doing his thing, okay, so for him not to get a Grammy nomination, bitch, that's a slap in the motherfucking face, who you talking to, who in the fuck are you talking to, the weekend, baby, please, please, so, the Toronto-born pop star, whose real name is, who oh lord, Abel Toronto, he ain't the only artist calling out the music industry's most prestigious award show ahead of his 63rd annual broadcast on Sunday, British singer and songwriter Zayn Malik tweeted out um, he was cussing and shit. His disapproval of the Grammys, accusing the show of playing favorites after it declined to nominate him for Nobody Is Listening, his third studio album. He said, my tweet was not personal or about eligibility, but it was about the need for inclusion and the lack of transparency of the nomination process and the space that creates and allows favoritism, racism, and networking politics to influence the uh, voting process. So, what he said initially was, fuck the Grammys and everyone associated. Unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year, I'll send you a basket of confectionery. For years and years and years, people have talked about this very thing. And everybody want to play crazy. So, people try to use the Grammy, you know what I'm saying, um, as something to throw in people's faces. Aha, you don't have one of these. What type of pride can you take in one of these when the system is corrupt? (laughs) In 2020, I'm I'm sorry, it's 2021 now. In 2021, to me, it mean more that you don't have a motherfucking Grammy. Shit, you, you must be doing something right. When I look back over the people that don't have a Grammy and I'm paying attention to the conversations being had about the process, seems like they're just handing them hoes out to who they like participation trophies if you will so if that's what the fuck it is then bitch what who cares about having one anyway who cares that's how i feel so i don't even understand why so much effort and energy gets put into it but that's the effort and energy that the music industry gives to it every year how many black artists have come forward after they felt snubbed and said fuck the grammys but as soon as the Grammys show up then the time of day, baby, they done got their best suit and walked up there. Bitch, too many of them. Too many of them. Bit, they be said, fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Bitch, as soon as the Grammys even, th- hey, you nominated, oh, we breathing in your direction, baby, they go get their best suit. Baby, they finna go get a brand new dress. Oh, they showing up. They'll be at all of the events, all of the parties. They act like they don't want to be a part of that shit. White approval is a fucking disease in a black community. And white validation. They asses is going to die by bitch. They going to step by that shit. They be feeling like somebody. Man, okay. Fuck that. Fuck that. I, I, I feel the best with my people around. When they know who in the fuck I am. Bitch, when I show up, do y'all holler? Fuck the Grammys. They Them same hoes that don't give y'all no love any other time. You doing something for them. You keep that shit afloat. Mm-mm. They said the Grammys is like graduation in the music industry. They said Justin Bieber boycotting as well. Child. You know they have been tossed him to the side ever since he wanted to uh do the yummy, yummy expose. <sighs>
2: Mm-mm-mm.
0: All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into this. So, when was this? When did we first talk about this? Like, maybe a week or two ago? I had showed y'all that I got a DM bitch, and it was credible. It said, Megan and Cardi are in secret rehearsals together for the Grammys. WAP is coming to the Grammys. You heard it here first. I got the tea from a dancer. Everything hush-hush. That's why Cardi been in pain and her anxiety through the roof. And so i had sent it to y'all i said look even if they don't announce it uh that they're performing together when they send out the not even if they do uh don't do that my people already know that they you know dancing and shit like that they rehearsing for it and so um boots boot always said that's not a surprise though it's not it's not um and then but at the same time it actually kind of is it actually is they were trying to use beyonce's name for some clout And that didn't stick because that ain't happening. Beyonce ain't even up there on the goddamn list. Um, Let me tell you why I feel like it is something that surprised some people and why people didn't even think it would happen as I show you this because it has been confirmed. Chart data said that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion will perform WAP together for the first time um, at this year's Grammys. The reason why people looked at that receipt or looked at anybody else who said that they'd be performing that song and said, eh, maybe not is because of the fact that this is supposed to be a very strict award show that's supposed to be family-friendly. I want to remind you that um, the reason why Nicki doesn't have a Grammy is because of politics. And she did a particular performance that that some people felt like was too much. Do do y'all remember that performance? And that was a big deal for them at the time. To be in 2021 and they're going to turn around and tell us that they're allowing WAP to be performed, the song that stands for wet ass pussy Janet Jackson got blackballed after the motherfucking um Super Bowl when Justin Timberlake ripped off her damn nipple cover So this is the reason why when when people even heard that it might be happening they said, "Well, no, nah, I don't think they'll take it that far." They are not going to put them up there and and have them perform WAP, and they absolutely are. Y'all yeah, remember Roman Holiday? Th- this is absolutely ridiculous. It's hypocritical. I I'm trying to understand the dance routine, the song, even the edited version of the song, should not be exposed to children. So I mean, at this point, we just looking like y'all gonna do summer, uh, any motherfucking thing, huh? Really? really 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 let's get into this (laughs) seriously shout out to uh i don't know who reposted this first but shout out to y'all whoever posted it so somebody said are you gonna kiss cardi at the grammys megan responded and said maybe first of all first of all whatever sells right okay whatever gets y'all trending Britney Spears and Madonna and Christina Aguilera already did that. So would I be, y'all are so, we've seen everything. Cardi just did a video where she was tongue kissing two bitches. So Cardi kissing you, you literally standing over Cardi B with your big ass. And then her looking up to you or you looking up to her while she bends down to kiss you. Play yourself if you want to. And give them another opportunity to call you a grown-ass man if you want to, bitch. Don't do that, if you know like I know. Don't do that. Don't do it. All it's going to look like is uh, Lil Cardi and and Butcher Man. Please don't do it. Please. Can y'all imagine what the hell that would look like? Megan Big Ass just, ooh leering, just standing over this girl. And then Carly got to look up with her face all stiff and kiss this girl. She can't stretch her neck like that no more. You know that. Don't you love her? Don't you be on FaceTime with her? You know that girl can't look up like that. And for damn sure not no long time. And I know you're not going to make her bend down to you. Because you still big. You You way bigger than her. So, y'all don't need to do that. Y'all don't, y'all don't need to do that. Uh-uh. I'm not feeling that idea. And that's for your own good. You don't need to get your ass up there kissing her up in her motherfucking mouth. What is your damn deal, hoe? God damn. Now, anyway, just be doing shit. You, need, you, need, you gotta kiss a big bitch. It gotta be equally yoked. That shit would be the look like when Jamie Foxx and Fantasia was... D- Jamie Foxx and Fantasia looked like they, were, they just wanted to go against God. They, they, they made fucking feel wrong. Y'all remember at the awards when Jamie Foxx and uh, Fantasia was tongue kissing and shit like it was all sweaty and shit? <laughs> Bitch. Bitch, that, that was for real. Let me tell you something. When you really in some shit, it, it don't look pretty. So when you really kissing, you really tonguing somebody down, bitch. You you really doing it. It don't it don't look cute. all that shit for the bar bitch you putting on that shit look good like that. But they was serious. They was feeling that shit. I could just imagine them in the back of a shed with Jamie fucking the shit out of her. Y'all know uh they say Jamie got a big ass dick. I saw a piece of it in Django. And and I got to see a piece of it from the back. And, uh, Any Given Sunday, I did rewind that locker room scene. Ooh, bitch, I rewinded that locker room scene 50-11 motherfucking times. They, I don't even know what the fuck Any Given Sunday is about. All I know is my brothers used to like to watch that movie because they like football. And one day, we was riding with my grandpa in his truck. And one day, uh, because I used to ride in the front and help him with the maps, I go in the back. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden the men were in the locker room bitch dicks was just swaying they had their whole ass out bitch Ooh, wait i said what movie is this <laughs> baby what movie? Is, i need to watch this what movie is this so i had to rewind it a few times so i could really see what's going on so i to this day i don't know what the hell any given sunday is about but i am very very clear about that scene in the locker room. Okay? I like that scene right there. Um, in Django, in Django, when he had him strung up, if you keep, don't blink, don't blink. You see that dick swinging. You know, uh, fun facts. Fun fact. In the freaking you video by Jodeci, KC Dick accidentally came out the zipper in his pants and it was on hard. Yes. They did not edit it out. Okay? Go to go to the music video. I'm gonna tell you the timestamp too. Yes, bitch. <laughs> oh, I don't miss. Hold on. I'm gonna tell you the timestamp. And you go check it out. Yo, let's go to this video. And he lit he literally tucked his dick back in in the video. I shit you not. It literally was out, and then he had he realized that he took that bitch back in in the whole video. Okay, that nigga probably was hot as hell. Shit, dope him up. Now, let me see. It's about at the 50 second. Hold on, hold on, cause I know exactly when it is. <laughs> hold on. I gotta watch it again myself for research purposes. Ah, uh, yeah, I think it's coming round right about the uh fifty-nine second mark. When it cuts over to KC, he got on a pair of white boxer drawers. You can see that his dick is already erect and sticking up and over to the right. Okay? Freaking you. Freaking you. The 59 second mark. Let me see, because we are going to get into some bare dick in a moment. Hold on, I'm going to give you that time stamp, because I fuck with you like that. Give me one second. And if they didn't want us to see it, they would have edited the shit out. So at the end of the day, we ain't doing nothing wrong. Hello, <laughs> hello. Hold on, hold on. Look, I'm watching the video. Hold on. Hey, Devontae. Hold on, let me skim a little bit. One of these pivotal scenes. And th- these are the different things that I feel like need to be broadcast. This needs to go in the history books. When we look back on music, you know what I'm saying? We need to be able to take a look at shit like... Oh, here you go. Right here. Oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. All right, everybody. Go to 2 minutes and 19 seconds in the video. Okay? They said, Millie, you was 4 when this song came out. Girl. I, I always been a sex icon. Uh, please, people. Go to... Two minutes and 19 seconds of the freaking new video by Jodeci. When the scene cuts over to KC and you can see the little wheel behind him and it's the backdrop. Baby, his dick is sticking out of the slit in his boxer drawers. At two minutes and 21, they say, girl, that's his mic. Now keep watching. Oh, bitch, is it his mic? Oh, damn, all these yells. I thought that was KC Dick. It's the oh man. Maybe I should have kept watching the video. They cut it right. Let me show now I'm gonna show y'all then. Let's say it is the mic. Let me show y'all the scene. Uh my whole life I've been bamboozled. I thought this was KC Dick. Look, look. And then watch how they end the scene. So you can't tell if he pulled it out. I'd be damned. Casey, can we get one for the road? Look how they play me, Casey. Look. Tell me they don't. If you was four years old watching that video, you would think those Casey did. I've been thinking this since I was a child. Oh, my whole childhood is ruined. Let me watch it again. Ah, oh, good dog. Another Friday go Another problem solved (laughs) Well Jodeci, Casey uh, I mean After all of this drama I think we deserve to at least see the dick now I mean Jesus Christ And please Let's not act like cocaine did not fall out of his pocket. Is it plausible to believe that KC's dick was out during the video shoot? Hell yeah! Bitch, this was the 90s. It was a lot of shit going on. Bitch, it was crack falling out of people's pockets and shit, bitch. It was a, it was a lot of shit going on. This, I thought that came out of Bobby's pocket. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, bitch, I can't not breathe! Uh, uh, let me drink some water! <laughs> let me drink <do> some water! Bitch, let me Oh shit! <laughs> oh, 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 oh shit! Oh uh, shit! Oh! Uh. Oh! Bitch, I'll be damned! i be damned! oh my god Whew. oh i'm so good at this job <laughs> <sighs> uh, i don't even know how i'm gonna go on my whole world has been disrupted i thought that was casey dick my whole life to find out bitch i'm gonna be 30 years old next year bitch i'm gonna be 29 years old and i i I'm just now finding out that there was a microphone, bitch. What else is going on? Like, what else did I miss? Wow. Wow. That said, tell me it's real. That said, question everything now. I'm questioning everything. (laughs) All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into... Bitch, something else. Anything else. I don't even know how we got there. But this is not radio, so shit. Who knows? Now, we were just talking about, before KC and Dickgate and microphone gate. we were talking about the Grammys. And we were talking about how we were kind of uh taken aback by the fact that they would even allow, you know, a record like WAP to be performed, you know, at the awards ceremony. And uh, I think that's fair. They've acted like they had such a standard to uphold. And so there were certain things that just wouldn't fly. The Grammys is the place that you go and you clean it up. You know, this is where we watch... um, Is that where Beyonce sang Ave Maria? Even if she didn't, the Grammys is where you go to perform your ballads. The Grammys is where you get all dressed up and you slow it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's very reserved and very laid back. You know, Um, and and just sticking to that in the way that it goes, uh, I think that it is, you know is saying a lot that they will not allow a record like that, you know, to be performed up there. But moving on from that. Um, Iggy Azalea yesterday, after Rolling Stone published an article, they said there's a black market for pay for play. A recording of a phone call between a digital marketer and a high-powered manager show a company offering to artificially manipulate streams for a major a major label artist. And so Iggy Azalea said, remember when the internet said that I was making up that streaming has pay over worse than the radio? So yesterday the internet was going crazy off of the heels of this article right here, okay? This article comes out, and the first place that I saw it referenced was on Media Takeout, actually. Um, there weren't a lot of people talking about this at all. At all. No, I don't want them to download shit. So it says, Inside the Black Market, where artists can pay for millions of streams. Now, we'll get into it in a minute. But the headline was about the fact that GE's people were caught on a recorded line having a conversation about manipulating the numbers. That's what it was about. And so what's crazy is the fact that this isn't all over everywhere because this was actually on a phone line that they had this conversation. Now, what I want to do before we dive into um, that article, before we actually read it, there was a lot of shit that happened outside of it. A lot of people saw that headline. They took some excerpts from it and they literally just ran with it. I want to get into this from Rolling Stone from um, last year, October 5th, 2020, as you can see the payola conversation is nothing new um i'm not gonna say that it came in with cardi but when cardi came in the conversation definitely heightened but payola the idea of it and it being used in music has been something that's been around before there was even a thought of cardi so um i think that a lot of people feel like the word payola in that practice is synonymous with cardi being her brand and it's it's not you know, and I don't think that that's fair. I feel like it it can apply to so many different motherfucking people, but I think it's fair to acknowledge um how how you know what I'm saying you relate the two, but that shit has been been a been a thing. Payola has been in existence for how long now? like come on now, uh I just think there are more people who make themselves aware of even the term payola. There were people who before Cardi B came out didn't even know what the fuck the word payola" was until Nicki Minaj got up and said, sympathy and payola, okay? There were people who had never used that shit before in life. You know? Um, so th- that's just that, but it's something that's been around, been around. So in 2020, Rolling Stone said that pay-for-play was banned from radio, but text messages revealed that it may still be thriving. So Rolling Stone back in 2020 they had uh collected 2,500 text messages text messages that suggest a link between airplay and record label payments. That was last year. Now, who did that have to do with? So, there were texts being sent to Steve Zapp uh, for adult contemporary music. We listed names like Panic at the Disco, 21 Pilots, and Fitz and the Tantrum. So, more white bands. But that doesn't mean that it was exclusive to them. Do y'all remember that the RIAA has started that investigation last year? You know what I'm saying? So this shit been going on. Rolling Stone even started doing their own chart. In my opinion, that's because they felt like they couldn't trust Billboard and shit. So Rolling Stone has been shining a light on shit like this. And they've been keeping the conversation going. Uh, I feel like when people want to use shit like this against others, that's when they spotlight it. Because this is nothing new. Okay. Now, before we get into the article, I want to get into what the fuck Cardi said. Once again, you can try your damnedest to be mature. You can try your damnedest to support who you support and keep it pushing. This girl, she, 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 she the fucking kid in class that taps you on your shoulder and, and says, I'm not touching you. That, that's what Cardi does. And it is one of the most annoying things in the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? I don't care for Cardi, yeah, but I still give her credit when credit is due, and I give my honest opinion. When Cardi, you know, responds to people. So for example, somebody said, Jean Nelson, who is best friends with Brooklyn, as in Brooklyn Johnny, uh, who just so happens to be the guy responsible for Cardi B's career development is exposed for payola on a recorded call. Cardi, your truth is about to be exposed, love, and Camille's truth as well. Cardi B responded and said, wait, wait, wait. When have I ever worked for them or have they ever worked for me? They managed, in all caps, plenty of your favorite artists, but never Cardi. They don't work for my label. And only person who ever managed me was Shaft uh, and for six months P. Now, let's pause. Let's pause. Once again, if we ain't talking about shit, what you responding to? So, here you go again that said the pages that she responded to only had 20 followers her people be making the pages child every time we done turned around this week it's been your favorite artist now i'm gonna show y'all in a minute you know but Nicki minaj's name was in that article she was not the only one mentioned but her name was mentioned so for cardi b to say plenty of your favorite artists was mentioned but not cardi and this is after she has said this shit all week all week your favorite don't talk to their fans, but I do. Your favorite don't do Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Like girl, stop. You need to stop. Uh and me saying that Nikki's name I saw somebody said no it wasn't. Me saying Nikki's name was mentioned does not mean I'm saying that they're saying Nicki Minaj participated in Payola it's exactly what I said her name was mentioned and what Cardi B did was to try to make it appear as though no y'all need to go look at her but see she didn't want to say her name she on that bullshit doing that that subtweeting type of shit you know now let's get into what was said first of all Brooklyn you talking about they ain't never worked for me we're gonna get into I'm, I'm gonna bust your ass because see all you do is a lie but let's touch on this management situation Ain't Cardi B the same one that says she ain't had no damn manager? She was being managed by Shaft. And they had that damn court case that they just settled on. Just settled on. Now all of a sudden, P was managing you for six months? You said you didn't have no goddamn manager. You said that all them claims about you having a manager were false. But now, P was over there managing you. Oh, really? Oh, Really? she said out her mouth i don't have a manager i'm doing it before uh before patience came back because it seemed like she might be gone now who knows she said that she ain't had no goddamn manager she said everybody was gone she said she had to call all these different people by her money because she was doing it by herself didn't she say that so what six months did he manage you huh okay so somebody said geez They do anything, say anything to really bring you down. And that's insane. Cardi B said, I just saw the article. No mentions about Atlantic, who they love claiming that be cheating the system. But they do name who uh, who does, though. Yet my name being brought up, want to fucking play dumb? I'm glad that you said this, Cardi. You said that you saw an article that had no mention of Atlantic? That's what you said? Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. First of all, this is where Nicki Minaj's name was mentioned. It said in the article, and this is an excerpt, we'll read it in in its entirety in a little bit. 1.2 billion streams for Minaj's queen, led by partners Robertson, G. Nelson, Cortez, Bryant, and our Branch Management Firm, the Blueprint Group, which is part of Maverick's uh, Management Alliance, they helped Nicki Minaj score 1.2 billion streams for her 2018 album *Queen*, and they got it. Rich the Kid to a number two debut on the Billboard 200 with his first studio set *The World Is Yours*. Since the company BPg Records, headed by Robertson, Nelson, and Branch, worked with G. Easy to help the rapper score his highest-charting Hot 100 song to date, *No Limit*, that features ASAP Rocky and cardi b which hit number four meanwhile g and his other role as president of live nation urban expanded the division string of successful r&b and hip-hop and gospel platforms including rap caviar live in association with spotify by partnering with washington dc's um broccoli city festival the event tripled in growth in 2018 they sold 33,000 tickets so they want to bring up that nikki's name was mentioned here baby cardi your goddamn name there's a record that you were featured on that that man g had something to do with like so don't be trying to distance yourself they said wasn't no limit exposed for having fake streams okay wasn't writings on the wall exposed for fake streams when french montana was coming to on site french montana was in the motherfucking car they was acting like they couldn't hear me because bitch you knew that i was going to ask his ass about the motherfucking streams i didn't get the opportunity to y'all remember they said and she was a part of broccoli city 2018. Let, let, let's go pull it up cardi b broccoli city 2018. see anybody got time for that bullshit? oh would you looky here tell my she she wasn't mentioned cardi b's full 2018 broccoli city uh, festival performance so she absolutely was performing uh up there so don't act like you i mean you can be a part of the conversation as well now what i want to highlight is that if you keep reading and this is from rolling stone as you can see responding to rolling stone's request for comment mac acknowledged that he spoke with blueprint Group. Um, but he declined to answer a list of specific questions related to claims that he made on the phone call, saying that he don't recall the details. He also noted that the call was a sales presentation, and it's possible that some statements may have been exaggerated on the audio recording. For example, Matt claims to have worked with a global superstar and hired the right team in every country across the world to help one of her rollout campaigns, in his statement to Rolling Stone. However, he now says he never worked with that artist. So actually... What this man did was, while he was sitting up, using Nicki Minaj's name, was exaggerating situations and lying. Where are all of my people that are aware of what was going on during the Queen rollout? The fact that Black, uh, Nicki, I was going to say blackie, that Nicki was blacklisted, I mean. The fact that it was not getting, her music was not getting played on the radio. You were not seeing any type of huge pushes. The idea that we're referencing Nicki Minaj when we talk about payola at all, but especially in 2018 for the queen rollout. Bitch, you're fucking dumb. You're dumb. Nicki Minaj was blackballed this whole goddamn era. This whole goddamn time. That was the whole issue. That was the chief fucking complaint. The whole thing about a hate train and everything that was going on. Thank you dj envy even said he would not be playing Nicki minaj's music because he didn't like what she said to uh dj self i think it was it was to another dj he felt like i don't i don't like what she said so they said we ain't gonna do it they were over there leaking her shit exactly so that's bullshit to even try to sit up here and act like that applies to Nicki, especially in 2018 bitch you was a damn lie you was a goddamn lie now what did they tell cardi let, let me go show you. Hold on. Hold on. They told Cardi, Gene Nelson, who is best friends with Brooklyn, who just so happens to be the guy responsible for Cardi B's career development, is exposed for payola. Wait, wait, wait. When have I ever worked for them or they ever worked for me? Well, this came out in 2020, love. The real story behind what. Cardi B's business partner, Brooklyn Johnny, tells all, babe. That's (laughs) That's what it says. That's what it says, baby. This song hit home with a lot of people, whether they want to feel that way or not. When Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion released the audio and video for their smash hit collaboration, WAP, it took the nation by storm and set some impressive records right out the gate. Wow, the song debuted at number one on the Hot 100 with the greatest number of streams ever for a song's first week, 93 million. Now we're having a conversation about numbers and streams, and look at what they gave this. And I want y'all to remember this as we go through that article. They set a record for the most streams for a song ever in the first week. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? See. Uh-huh. Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about it. Bullshit. They want you to believe that Cardi B is a bigger star than Drake. Laugh Now Cry Later came out. They said WAP did better than that song. Laugh Now Cry Later still be sitting up there at the top. Still be doing shit. What WAP it? What WAP it? it was up there it got the desired effect and then it just disappeared we're gonna keep on going um the most weekly streams of 2020 and the biggest sales week for any song in over a year becoming just the 42nd song in the hot 100's uh history to debut atop the chart this week and that's back in uh august of last year Watt maintained its, no, its status at number one becoming the first song since ariana grande's seven rings to spend its first two weeks atop the chart. Okay? So you sitting up here saying, Let's go back to Mob's world? Hold on. Cause you was you was playing real motherfucking confused love. You said when have I ever worked for them or they ever worked worked for me? Do we want to say that y'all work together? Is that the correct verbiage? Um, let's go ahead and get into some more shit. let's get into some more shit hold on and i, I want to pull up funk master flex real quick let's not forget and you never responded to this cardi i wonder why in 2018 funk master flex shout out to atlanta black star said that cardi b's team offered him money to play her records that is payola i mean per definition exactly to a t so she has never responded to him let's see what was said a new husband a new baby and a popping hot career with all of those things, it would be easy to assume that Cardi B is all smiles these days. But in a recent Instagram post, she blasted the people who keep downplaying her success. Pause. I want to remind you that just last week when we typed in Nicki Minaj new music, Up was the first song that came up. Up by Cardi B. It has since been removed, but we did our own experiment and you saw it for yourself. So you have no reason to feel crazy. When you say that you feel like, you know, it'd be a whole bunch of bullshit going on in the background that adds to her numbers. Traffic is driven to you by way of other people's names and their celebrity and shit. But anyway, the Bronx rapper also addressed those who said that her record label Atlantic bought her position on the music charts. She said for people to like every single time that something is successful, they don't have no excuse for it. So they try to blame it on my label. That shit hurts me, my nigga, especially because I be working my ass off. It really hurts me when they say your label be buying your success. No, you can't buy success. There's artists that got more money than me. Why they can't buy their position on the charts? There's so many other record labels. Why they can't buy their artists a position on the charts? Cause you can't buy this shit. That is a lie. You said, now you've admitted that uh, P did manage you for six months. Let's go watch P say how much you have to pay for a record. I'm going to do Coach and P Payola. and y'all know exactly what video I'm talking about. They were at the um they were at the summit. I'm going to do Coach and P radio play. If y'all know the timestamp, let me know. But I'm a, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Mhm. And she's saying that they was managing her. So why would it be far-fetched? Here it goes. Break
2: a record. If you're trying to break a record and you want to take it all the way, I'll just give you guys some game. If you want to get your record on radio, because that's the first thing an artist, when you sign them, like, so, what am I going on radio? Yeah. What they got to do? To take a record that y'all see on the radio become number one, that's $200,000. $200,000 $200,000 on the
0: radio. That's $200,000. Okay. So you said that you were managed by P. We know that P and Coach are in business. You said you can't buy that shit. Well, according to your people, you can. Okay. I'll see if I can find this clip.
1: Let me tell you something When I first got signed to Atlantic They were reaching out Cause you know I wanted I wanted Lick to be my single And Atlantic was reaching out To all these rap artists. Yeah she wanna single She wanna She wanna She wanna, um, she, wanna um, she want me to get On a, a feature Yeah so My label mates Charging me 50, 60,000 For a verse The fuck? A lot of niggas, a lot of these rappers, they said no. We know. They said no, my nigga. They said they didn't even.
0: She'll she'll try to tell you today she never wanted to work with them. They said no. I w- remember that. They said no.
1: I... Oh oh oh! They just wanna when you popping that's when they're gonna fuck with you. So I really want people to stop saying that shit. Enough money that Atlantic or nobody can ever pay or or anything to people to fuck with me. Period. Like nobody did no cheat code. And then another thing, where oh a lot of people wanna try to make it seem like oh my record went number one because we paid to get number one. Because if you could pay to go number one, everybody who had a number one hit record on the Billboard, every body everybody don't have the money everybody will have one and it's not my fucking fault
0: the fuck I- that, that's like saying everybody with a good idea would have a business life don't work like that okay not true not true
1: I wasn't even expecting that shit matter of fact when I was doing bodak yellow a little bit before that I was already losing hope I was already losing hope my nigga I was telling myself like yo wow. I'm so over with music because I feel like I keep doing records and keep doing records and putting it out there. And it was just so hard for them. And it happened. You just got to go to the booth. You just got to go to the booth and keep doing one, keep doing one. There's a song. Oh, he says on it, but he says something like, every time I go to the booth, I feel like I got one. Everybody goes to the booth when they record and they always feel like they got a hit record have when i go to the booth and 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 some of them didn't stick and Borac yellow stick and no matter how people want to make it seem like i don't deserve it y'all hear it so stop acting like y'all don't hear it when i finally started making money enough money to do whatever i wanted to do on I, let me tell you something Before loving Hip Hop... What? Before loving Hip Hop, right? Uh Uh-huh. I already had about Uh $80,000 saved up from Uh stripping and doing hostings.
0: Pause. Is that all? Because you later came and said you joined the raw people. But this, this was separate money? I'm tracking. Go on. Continue.
1: I said... And I said... What am I gonna invest my money on? Uh huh. I was really gonna open a salon with eighty thousand. I was gonna open mass stores. And you know what I did? In my dream, bro.
0: Okay. Now, what I want to go to is something else, cause see, they cut that video off, and I had a feeling that they might. So I wanted to make sure we had the the backup. So, do y'all recall that Cardi B said she had to pay sixty thousand dollars to get a song paid uh, played? Lemme pull up this link for y'all. The internet was acting stupid. They got the whole motherfucking thread. Hold on. And hopefully it's right on the goddamn top But I wanna town know town.
1: something. When I first did that record, I was playing around. And um my manager thought that like that record was was very commercial uh-huh. and for my own money, my own money, uh-huh. I paid $60,000 so they could, you know, try to play it on the radio on the on
0: mixed shows and it still didn't went nowhere pause you paid sixty thousand dollars for them to put it into rotation baby that is payola i mean literally are you dumb are you dumb you you out of your own mouth said that you paid so i I don't even understand where the confusion is or why you act upset that anybody even brings it up now let's get back to what funk flex said so at some point funk flex caught wind of cardi's post and he contradicted everything that she said about an artist buying their success although he didn't mention atlantic records specifically the new york dj said that cardi's management team tried to purchase radio play from him years ago he said, I think that Cardi is a great entertainer and has great songs. He said, I gave my opinion when she, was, uh, when she said that she was the king of New York and when I found out that she didn't write her own songs. I met Cardi and her management and I respected his and Cardi's hustle. But let's be clear, Cardi's team and many other artists in the beginning of their career pay DJs to play records and say that they're hot. He says, since I never took a penny from a rapper, I'm not scared to speak on it. I have emails I've gotten from labels over the years with names and figures. Cardi B never responded to that. Would you like to talk about it, love? They said, don't forget that Atlantic paper playlist on academics page. Academics did just post that the other day. So Cardi like to play victim like she don't know what the fuck time of day it is okay but baby this shit exists and this shit is out here we are at almost three hours so i'm gonna have to hurry up we're gonna keep the show going everywhere else but you know twitter i mean youtube got to cut off look at this atlantic record spendings with radio play by artists cardi b they claim got a budget of a million dollars would you like to talk about that um would you like to bring up atlantic and the payola scandal when the FCC asked the RIA to look into payola allegations after reports of problematic conduct, you said that you didn't see anything about Atlantic. Did you see it here in 2019 when they started that investigation? Because they absolutely named Atlantic. Um, I mean, if we, if we want to jump on over into uh, Nicki Minaj and those people, first of all, Drake fired them same group of niggas. Let's let this load up. Shout out to bossup.com. Back in 2011, Drake uh, gave them niggas their walking papers. So if you want to call in the question any of Nicki's numbers, then baby, you need to call in the question Drake and Kanye West's numbers because G. Roberson and all of them was over there with them too. So... They reported back in 2011 that Drake is cleaning house. The 25-year-old Canadian-born rapper whose album Take Care debuted at number one on the Billboard charts last week. Fired his managers, G. Robertson and Al Branch. And um, Keombo Joshua and Cortez Bryant of hip-hop since 1978. The firm that also manages uh, Kanye West, Lil Wayne, and Nicki Minaj. So, uh, baby, you're going to have to bring up a lot of different people. They have been associated with a lot of huge names. Now, Drake let them go. Kanye let them go. Oh, Nicki followed suit and fired their ass, too. Okay? Let's get into that. Now, rumors were swirling about why, but Nicki did keep it professional. In 2019, it made headlines everywhere when Nicki Minaj and longtime managers, um, they decided to part ways. So, as you can see, Nicki Minaj is no longer managed by G. Robertson and Cortez Bryant in Blueprint Maverick Management, according to Variety. Don't forget, uh, we were having the conversations about keeping the grass cut, okay? Because uh, it was a lot of fuck shit going on, a lot of shit going over to Atlantic. I want to bring up, let me go back to Mob's World. I'm kind of rushing at this point, because I want to make sure YouTube get everything, too. And we could really, really dive in, you know, elsewhere. But, uh, let me go to Mob's World. Hold on. Because I want to... What you said? You're dumb, jobless, and bored. No, I get paid for this. I don't know if you get paid to be a fan and do what you're doing. But literally every second, every time my black ass get on the mic, baby, I get paid. That's one. Uh, bored? No. No. And really, it don't make no sense, bitch. If I'm dumb, then you fail the motherfucking retarded for even being over here listening to my ass giving me engagement. Child, please. Anyway now let's go ahead and get into who g robertson is okay so take a look at him there he goes g robertson started his music industry career under the tutelage of jay-z serving as vp of a&r at rockefeller records he went on to um Senior label posts at uh as SVP, I'm sorry, senior vice president at Atlantic Records and Chairman of Jeffin Records. He's the founding partner of Maverick Management Firm, which is a subsidiary of Live Nation Entertainment. Um today Roberson is co-CEO of artist management company, the Blueprint Group. So he played a key role in the careers of artists such as Kanye, Lil Wayne, Drake, T.I. Nicki Minaj, G Eazy, and Little Nas X. Okay. So he has ties to who? and atlantic so now you have you got cardi being in one spot you got megan coming up here and there you got people feeling like they seeing shit you got people sitting up commenting on sabotage and shit like that oh baby everything is connected everything is connected okay everything's connected and, and when the cardi fans come out and show their faces that's when you know you on the money <laughs> baby let's go ahead and get into this we will be listening to some stuff that russ said shout out to that so king russ said that it's interesting that this isn't bigger news this is why i don't believe most of these artist streams ticket sales over streams i keep telling y'all make them come get up in them seats we're gonna see who will start um they said we basically cracked the code and understand how to manipulate the system and hit astronomical numbers this is the shit that was literally on the leaked phone call okay I got four minutes left for YouTube. They said, operation protect the brand by any means necessary. It was also said, our department of label buying illegal streams, the others sending fake takedowns for tweets with 500 views. The funny thing is that the streams are still used as a barometer amongst the industry people who know us up, i.e., yo, this person's huge. Look at their streams. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody else said something, too? We got another one. They say you're so obsessed with Cardi, like you just mad she makes more money than you. Really? Really? Do I make more money than you? <laughs> 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 ah, bitch. Ain't nobody worried about that shit. The show goes on. They said honey no job and she at work. They mad. That man, my personality paid the bills, baby. Ooh wee, a I pussy hoe could never. Bitch, I get paid to be myself. These these hoes slow, slow. Now let's go ahead and get into uh the article. I'm gonna take y'all by media takeout because they had summed it up. Like I said, they had everything over there, and then y'all can see this too. This is Joe Budden. Um, when Nikki decided to let them niggas go, he definitely talked You're about t- it. Uh, And like Maul said, there were rumblings. A lot of times we hear the rumblings and we can't come on here
2: and talk about it or report it. But they said for quite some time now, Nikki ain't been really listening to G. Yeah.
0: But how long? And
2: they're they're long.
0: Pause. They said for quite some time now. So you got to recall when she uh, fired their asses. For quite some time, she has not been taking their direction. So, baby, don't try to place nothing that G-Dum got going on with her. Baby, she always was like, man, now nah, this shit fugazi. Bullshit. Bullshit. So y'all can try, but bitch, a, a nigga like me, a nigga like me gonna pull the motherfucking receipts out, okay? Mm-mm, mm-mm. It, it was being reported on in real time real time everybody that's over on youtube let's hit that affirmation little black girl you're beautiful little black boy you're enough this shit gonna get hard but never forget that if we stick together we can get through that shit i'm gonna spotlight this artist one more time and then y'all make sure y'all meet us over on station head and um twitch okay the hills all right thank you
1: daughter screaming. screaming impossibilities is given Life passing
2: by. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. You. It's, it's you. Alright, for everybody that's still here, we're going to continue on. Uh We do have a time limit. But I don't know about you. But for any of my creators, YouTube has been having this issue where even if you try to upload a video, it will sit up there for days and it'll never premiere. So um, I have this system that allows me to uh actually restream it. So it it appears live, but it's what we recorded earlier because that's about the only way that the content can still get posted because you know that they be cutting my lives. So um, let me go ahead and get that queued up and then we're going to get into what Russ said. And once again... let me me tell you something to all of the cardi b supporters that are coming over to mob radio baby that's where you made your first mistake if you feel like i don't have no love for your favorite if you feel like i don't have nothing positive to say if you feel like ain't nothing but lies and showed up bitch your first mistake was even coming over here and if i'm supposed to be the ops bitch you ought not be over here that's how that works because once again you don't stop anything Let's be very clear. You don't stop shit. My radio still goes on. So y'all huff and puff all over Twitter and shit like that, baby. And we still say exactly what the fuck we want to do. And then y'all continue to come over here for free. So at first it was, oh, you do this for free. No, baby, I get paid to give my people give a fuck about me. So they care about what I have to say. So you can't use that. We can't do money talk when it comes to wasting time or nothing like that. Bitch, I get paid to do what I do. You, you kiss her ass for free um and then what else what else i mean it's just a colossal waste of time you know it, it just be like child what oh y'all back and we going about our business literally let me go ahead and let y'all know what was said i'm going to what media take out posted like i said they were the first people that i saw talk about it that means that they had to search for you but exactly they're fans of mob radio they hate to admit it. That truth sit with that. They can't wait to see what I'm going to say. When Cardi does anything, they cannot wait to see what the fuck I got to say about it. They, they literally are fans. They actually love mob radio. They would piss on themselves and then bust a nut if mob radio was for their favorite because they know how influential mob radio is. If they could just get me to say that she's that bitch, bitch, then they would have conquered the world. seriously, because they know, you know, it it used to be, oh, you be doing all this, Cardi don't know who, Cardi know exactly who I am, she know exactly who I am, y'all mad about that, y'all, y'all mad about the fact that I can't be bought, y'all mad about the fact that I have the influence that I have, and I, I don't sit up and kiss Cardi's ass, not happening, not happening, she done went to every other Tom, Dick, and Harry, and stroked their little ego, and gave them a little something, something, baby, now it's a whole different story, bitch, that ain't got nothing to do with me that ain't got nothing to do with me what I said the first time is what the fuck I meant okay period now let's get into this media takeout said g easy um g easy's team caught plotting to buy streams so leaked audio from g easy's management team appears to show them planning to buy their way to the top by buying streams so this is the article that they were referencing on March 10th, the Rolling uh, Rolling Stones set up and did a whole write-up about this phone call that got leaked. So, the rapper's management firm, the Blueprint Group, uh, and a digital marketer named Joshua Mack uh, heard on the call, which lasted for more than an hour, where they discussed Mack boosting his streams in exchange for payment. g Easy's biggest hit is a song that features Cardi B. Don't forget In the call, it said, I want this to be big, one member of G's team said on the call. Rolling Stone reports that Blueprint Group CEOs G Roberson and Gene Nelson, their head of digital strategy, uh, Brian Calhoun, is their chief marketing officer. Al Branch, they said it was all involved. Mac told them that he could offer 200 million streams a month for around $30,000 to $50,000 a month. And told them that he worked out how to crack Spotify's code to boost streams on the platform. That's what was said. How do y'all feel about that? And this, this is what was on the goddamn phone call. They got this on the phone call. In a statement to Rolling Stone, Max says that he never worked with that artist. As a marketing company, um, we've used advertising buys and social media to assist in growing campaigns. While I cannot comment, you know, extensively on a private conversation that took place two years ago, I can say that I created um, a proprietary framework that allows business intelligence to God and the decision-making process. They were sitting their ass up there, having, they said, Nikki turned down no limit. Baby, don't you ever forget. Now, here goes the real question. Why did she turn it down? And who told you that? Nikki told you. See, everything before a reason. Now let's get into it. Why did Nikki turn that that song down? Could it have had to have uh, had something to do with the fact that she did not trust their practices and she knew what the fuck was going on? Exactly. Nikki herself said it. Exactly. So the real question is why? Why? All that bullshit in the water. If Nikki wanted to benefit off of the bullshit that was doing, she would have did the record. Queen Coco Chanel. Do you want to get off my live? What are you talking about? the I like keep saying is your name. What the fuck is you talking about? Please, they say block Okay, because I keep saying is your name over and over again, and ain't talking about shit. No, no. Bye, bye, girl. But anyway, um, let's get into the article the article in question did anybody i'm a, i'll look up the shit from Russ in a second that has to do with atlantic they said can these people go to jail for payola it is illegal but they would have to prove it what happened to that case let's bring this up one more time what happened to this case that they opened up the riaa when they was looking into all of these record companies sony and uh atlantic and wh- what happened to that mm, interesting anyway Digital marketer Joshua Mack bragged on the call with high-powered management company about the ability to manipulate streaming systems to hit astronomical numbers. That's what he said out his own motherfucking mouth. Payola. The music industry is famous for being hyper-competitive, but in the summer of 2019, the biggest companies from major labels to streaming services briefly united around a common cause. Signing a code of conduct condemning streaming manipulation, a practice that inflates artists' numbers on platforms like Spotify and Apple Music and potentially reduces payouts for smaller acts. Streaming manipulation has been an unfortunate blight on the industry for over the past few years. um There's a black market for pay for play not long after the code of conduct was signed. Various members of the Blueprint Group, a high-powered management and distribution company that works with multiple Grammy-winning artists, hopped on a conference call with a digital marketer named Joshua Mack, according to an audio recording obtained by Rolling Stone. Two of Blueprint's CEOs, that's G Rob uh, G Roberson and Gene Nelson, the head of digital strategy Brian Calhoun and the chief marketing officer Al Branch, explored options for boosting an upcoming release for rapper G Easy, an artist that they manage. I want this to be big, one member of G Easy's team said on the call. Now, when I can read that G Roberson came up under the tutelage of Jay Z, when I can read that you know. He he got on his feet and learned from this situation. I immediately and definitely would think that Jay-Z may have some sidebar-ass business practices if, you know what I'm saying, this the type of shit they having conversations about. What kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is that? You came up under all these people, but this the type of business that you do? So where the hell you get that from? Mm. Mm. Now... Mac tells blueprint that he can jack up artist streams for a price a salesman operating in an industry that treats hype as standard operating procedure matt claims to blueprint that his network can generate 200 million streams a month spread across his uh various music clients a group that he alleges has included nearly a dozen well-known acts and prominent labels the recording offers a rare glimpse into the shadowy world of third-party companies in the music industry attempting to seduce artists managers or labels by promising to manufacture millions of streams mac freely admits to blueprint that spotify has punished him for his streaming boosting activities in the past okay but he claims that artists continue to use his services anyway why he said we basically cracked the code and we understand how to manipulate the system and hit astronomical numbers Attempts by artists and record labels to manipulate sales numbers uh, are as old as the music industry itself. And as streaming has become the music industry's primary driver, many of the manipulation efforts have moved to the digital sphere where Mac focuses his services. In a sales deck obtained by Rolling Stone, Mac's company, 3BMD, says that it helps with streaming playlist PR, social media PR, and music audio PR, amongst other things. To the uninitiated, uh, people who work in streaming promotion might as well speak another language. They praise save rates, a valuable sign of listener investment that occurs when a user hears a song and adds it to their personal library or playlist and premium plays. These come from paying subscribers and are weighed more heavily in the charts than clicks from free users. And often you turn, uh, use terms like activate an algorithm. Okay. But despite the new vocabulary, digital marketers say that some streaming uh, manipulation resembles old school radio payola. Third parties build or gain control of a playlist or networks of playlists on a platform like Spotify. And then they accept payments from artists or their teams for placing the songs on those lists. Though unlike payola, there is no federal communications commission's of regulation of streaming manipulation. So pause. Is payola illegal? Yes. Yes. Have they put a title to what's going on with this stream and shit? They haven't caught up yet. So get into it. Is all of this shit going on? Are they aware that this shit is going on? Yes. Are people accepting payments to put people's songs on playlists and they acting like all of these people doing all these great numbers? Yes. But... Have they created a term and made this something that can be punishable by law? They haven't caught up yet. Once again. Once again. Okay? They said they dumb because each time they come, they paying Millie. Baby, let them let come, baby. Let <laughs> <laughs> them let come. Bitch, that's engagement. Baby, that's free promo. Every time that they dumbass get up on Twitter, mob radio said promo, mob radio my like, promo, even if you think you talking about me, bitch, this is the number one of all time and the number one trending show, bitch. Promo. Thank you. You work for me, bitch. Now, get back on the clock, ho. Them the fan assholes work for us, okay? Tell them to clock in. Did they come do their time card with y'all? Did y'all sign off on that shit? Because, bitch, they doing the work for us. The fuck? Giving us views. Bitch, they all online. Keep doing it, too. They said a million might shut up for a million dollars. Yeah, go tell your favorite bitch about it. I'll tell your favorite bitch if the price is right. I might have to move on to another subject. <laughs> but for right now, let's get into this one. Nah, ain't no price on it, bitch. This truth ain't for sale, ho.
2: Nah.
0: <laughs> I don't sign NDAs, bitch. And ain't no price. You can donate if you feel moved to. Let me back for some money, bitch. What I'm thinking? Hold on. More
2: money, more money, more money.
0: Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you going to invest in a nigga or what? All right. Hey, y'all. That's it. Everything together. Hold on. Let me go check. I'm trying to look at emails and shit. Okay. I'm almost done. They said they spent millions to lead Ganja Burns and a music video. That's why it's two versions. This is what we're talking about. So, if you're around, you know Nikki did not benefit from no fuck shit. Because that was around the time. Somebody, hey, y'all. <laughs> when y'all ass wasn't paying attention, then you got to get back to work. Hey, what's going on? How can I help you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. <laughs> um so they said we agree to a certain amount of money for a certain amount of streams that came from an A&R at a prominent label mm-hmm. who they don't want to tell us but this is what was said we agree to a certain amount of money for a certain amount of streams they said we're good we just need performance enhancing steroids to be a little bit better y'all acting like we crazy about this we really crazy you are not crazy yes bitch yeah this shit happening and Cardi don't have no explanation them walls is closing in on her ass and here go the best part the motherfucking documentary ain't out yet that means baby, until the documentary is out you can add to it all these conversations y'all having bitch. if nikki want to baby she can really put the cheese on a cracker and just let y'all continue to run your mouth be having her receipts and expose everything at one time. <laughs> bitch, y'all talking about checkers and chess and shit. Y'all are sitting up here playing all of y'all cards right here in front of everybody. All Nikki got to do is sit up. What was said? Okay, make a note. What was said? Make a note. But bitch, I can't. I hope this documentary is everything I know it's going to be. <laughs> and when Nikki spoke on it, she was angry and jealous. Exactly. I, I think I think people think they getting over on Nikki because she ain't saying nothing right now. And I think that that damn documentary is going to put a lot of people on their ass. I hope she really take it though. I hope that she really, really addresses a lot of this bullshit that we've been seeing in the media. I hope. But she said she was. She said the documentary going to be everything. It's been chronicling what the past like five years. Bitch, I, I need it. They said, Millie, go look at the picture that Tori posted. What am I about to walk into? <laughs> he posted a picture And it say daddy I will leave a comment But then y'all What y'all gonna say then Oh I forgot I don't give a fuck Let's go leave a tongue <laughs> Yeah Let's go leave a tongue Oh I can do it from right here <gasps> Yeah Why my tongue not Cause I I'll be using I will be commenting from Instagram Oh, and let me make sure I like this post, bitch. Oh. A lick for a lick. (laughs) Let's get back to the story. Okay, so... Other number-fudging techniques are more advanced. So, digital marketers say that some companies set up programs to automatically generate thousands, uh, thousands of new bot-like accounts that repeatedly play a song or a playlist. So, this activity doesn't just lead to artificial inflation of streams and egos. Due to the way that streaming services shell out money, divvying up the pools of cash according to each uh, right-shoulders... What?! Portion of total streams, manipulations also leads to lower payouts for some acts that do not engage in this behavior. So, as you go through um, this long-ass article, at at least one of the major labels, Sony Music Entertainment, okay? They've been mentioned here. They mention all kind of motherfucking people. All kind of people. Do you see G-Eazy's name right here? Look at this. If we stop pressing the buttons, the people at the labels wouldn't be able to be getting the type of response and support that they're getting. That's the honest truth. Bitch, you heard what they said. If we didn't press the buttons that we pressed, baby, they wouldn't even get the type of support that they get. Little do they know. That's what was said. Um the call offers no indication that g or his label rca knew that blueprint was involved in discussions exploring the possibility of boosting the rapper streams both g and rca's parent company sony declined to comment bitch y'all knew on the recording mac promises that he can play a crucial role in hitting commercial targets and g Eazy's case he claims um, to Blueprint that he can deliver 50% mo album equivalent units, a music industry measure that combines sales and streams on top of whatever the rapper could earn otherwise. The callers decide that g can amass around 20,000 units uh, on an EP opening week. Uh, he said, with us, you can do 30,000. They said Atlantic is a subsidiary of Warner, man. He tells Blueprint that the total cost of his effort will be between 30,000 and $50,000. Um, he said in the 3 bmd sales deck obtained by Rolling Stone, the company offers 1 million YouTube streams for $12,000 and comparable rates for Spotify and Apple Music. YouTube did not respond to a request for comment. Let's talk about that. If they can boost your numbers, they can halt your numbers. Now, I'm a creator that's on YouTube. I told y'all time and time again. If y'all think that's what my numbers look like, then kudos to you. Bitch, I can write down 20,000 people that listen off the top of my motherfucking brain. Bitch, you a lie. If you can boost the numbers, you can stall the numbers. Baby, you um, you can have people shadow banned on there. Of course they don't have a goddamn comment. This is the reason why we wondering how the fuck is this trending and how the fuck this doing this? But y'all say this ain't making no noise, but that's what we've been talking about all day. They said six, nine was not lying. He's not did. This is what we talking about. They said, um, who you say is a part of Atlantic 300? Jay-Z best friend, liar, cohen. Mm. It's unclear from the recording where the blueprint hired Matt and the management company didn't respond to requests for comment about any aspects of the call. Um, Obviously, that's prohibited. Th- th- this shit is sick. So six nine. Um, he not lying, but he was playing the game too. He ain't no hero. They play with all of it. They play with all of it. They said I. I peeped that million them YouTube numbers. Child, please stop. <laughs> y'all get in the comments and y'all be just saying whatever y'all wanna say, huh? bye they, they won't even, um, y'all already know Anaconda did hit a billion, 50, 11 years ago. Child, ain't nobody got time for this shit that these people doing. Ain't nobody got time for it. it uh, let me check the blogs real quick. Huh. <sighs> These people are crazy. I'm checking the blogs. Let me go to YouTube. And so, uh, I want to see what Russ said about Atlantic. Let's hear this whole world, rigged.
2: Turn today's dreams.
3: What is good, Kai people, and welcome back to the channel. Today, we'll be discussing how Russ has allegedly exposed Atlantic Records, all the other labels, as well as the big artists for buying fake streams, so stay tuned. So in this video, Russ tries to portray Atlantic Records as this label that's basically buying streams for his artists. But Atlantic Records, they be boosting their streams. However, there are always two sides to the story. So let's go over some of the terminology that he was mentioning because that is really where the truth lies. ...thing called, it's like micro-publishing, and they do it with streaming too. Atlantic Records already got caught. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying, uh, but Atlantic Records, they be boosting their streams. Wow, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Well, it's too late. Um, yeah, they'd be boosting the streams because they pay people to micro-publish, which basically means, you know, let's say here's 100K and you go put this song on 300 playlists that all have only like 20K followers each. So, you know, how many streams are you getting from each playlist? Not that much, but when you add it up over the over the whole scope of 300 different playlists or whatever, it's all bull. You know, it's bull so they do the same thing with followers where you know they all band up together and they you know these people are paying social media agencies 20,000 30,000 a month to um, to to comment, to like. So Russ mentions micro-publishing, which by definition is just publishing through companies below a certain threshold of revenue per year, as well as publishing companies that only have a certain minimal reach that targets micro-markets. And by micro-markets, that means specific subgenres and things like that. And for his case, he's talking about Spotify playlists with under 20k followers, I believe, what he said. And already I can tell you that this is not illegal, this is not against terms of service, and this is not unethical for Atlantic Records or any of the other labels to do. So when he says boosted streams, everyone's thinking that they bought fake streams and even the media outlet that posted this story said that they bought fake streams, but they really didn't. They're just paying smaller playlists and many more of them instead of paying, say, a rap caviar with millions of followers so that they can reach a specific subgenre or audience of people who like rap. Basically to just reach a much more specific audience. In hopes to gain fans for that artist, and not necessarily just boost streams. However, obviously the label wants to make money and make money off the streams. So this just seems like Russ is hating on the labels as he usually does. This is pretty much just modern marketing, efficiently using a budget to reach a specific audience and just building slowly rather than blowing your whole load on a rap caviar or a huge placement like Worldstar. Why would you pay ten grand to reach a million followers if you could? pay the same amount of money for many more playlists with a total reach of more than a million followers okay and this goes for not said he
0: on payroll do you see the way and that's why it's important to look at shit like this too do you see the way they'll try to spin it like oh well why wouldn't you do it bitch it's illegal they said he not lying russ is mistaken i don't feel like he is
3: spotify playlist but also for instagram pages just In Instagram's case, why would you pay for a world star placement for like three thousand dollars just to get posted once and they would put sponsored on it and it actually wouldn't get much conversion of fans to your page or you could pay 300 different accounts for like ten dollars or however much the math is pause
0: it's a whole different motherfucking situation you sitting up here doing advertisement, saying, "Hey, look at this. Go, go and you know partake in this if you want to." That's one thing. Placing songs on playlists so that that song has the ability to start and that counts as a stream when you had no intention of even absorbing that content. That's a whole nother story. The fuck? What? A, what is not being understood about that? Sitting up, placing these things here. To be absorbed without you actually seeking it out—that's the whole goddamn problem. They said you're literally pay, uh, paying for your music to be played on a playlist. That's the whole—that's the whole motherfucking point. That is cheating. It's supposed to be about the consumer. Going and seeking you out and wanting your music and then deciding to either download it or purchase it or whatever else Not them deciding for you putting it on a playlist and when you accidentally play it or you accidentally view the video Oh, that's the number one song in the country. Everybody's listening to it. Not no, the fuck we're not No So uh I I feel like you know what I don't understand what a confusion is
3: And make it seem more organic and a much more targeted audience because all these people have a smaller following who is much more engaged with that micro-influencer. One secret, though, that Russ was mentioning in this video is that labels are being tricky in that they're boosting the engagement of their artists by paying pages to like and comment on the artist's posts. Now, this might actually be against the terms of service in Instagram. However, it's just a smart way to boost an artist organically in the algorithm so they can gain...
0: so you see how you tries to explain this away paying people to leave positive reviews so pump faking instagram might say it's illegal but i think it's smart to pay bitch that's not organic you, like come on now these people really really playing you for a motherfucking fool
3: that way rather than just for shout outs because shoutouts are tending not to work anymore so in some, I think Russ is just hating on labels exactly because how you type honestly it at his management team, team probably does the same exact things and these media outlets are eating all of it up thinking that he said they're buying fake streams when he said micro publishing which is completely different and I'm not denying at all that these labels buy fake streams cause they probably do just
0: okay I'm so over you bitch bye bye John Look at Batty Barty. Batty Barty, why are you here? Matter of fact, let me let me add you on the call. Let's see what y'all gotta say. Because why is you here? Why is you here? See, this is what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, I want to invite a listener on. Yeah, let's do Barty. Let me type in Barty. What was that name? Now don't leave now. What what happened? Nah, bitch, don't leave now. I wanna talk to you. S- send a request. Y'all be having so much to say. Y'all be up in the chat. What what you gotta say, love? What what are you here for? Let me take a screenshot. Welcoming you to the station. Thank you for helping making this the number one show on Station Head. Come to the front, send a request, baby. I'll answer. You got something feel like you need to get off your chest, love? speak on it what you here for yeah all right you guys y'all need to meet us up on station head because we about to take some calls okay let me show you how to get this you are listening to milagro baby milagro grams international nino mia nigga billy cash out and i'ma know if it's you because like i said you've been telling me all week so i'ma see our history all right shout out to everybody celebrating a birthday they said baddie uh baddie Barty, what you want love that's what we're trying to see why is Barty gang still over on my radio why why can you help us understand You're supposed to be absorbing and showing love to Cardi. You ought not have no time to support or spend your time nowhere else. Nowhere.